Welcome to the podcast, Leadership is the Conversation. A discussion among business leaders on management and leadership topics to help today's busy professionals. Today, we are talking with Ann McMillan, Senior Director of Claims, Salina Insurance Group. Welcome, Ann. In the studio, we have Jim Dixon, Tom Meyer, and Ron Kripe of Equus Consulting, and I am your host, Rick Ainsworth. Our topic today concerns remote workers and reintegration back into the office. And I kind of wanted to set up for our listeners your unique qualifications for our topic today. You have been the leader for several years of a group of employees who worked remote, you know, even before the pandemic. And then you also had a group of employees who worked in the office and then had to go remote because of the pandemic. So to kind of borrow an old Judy Collins song title, you've seen it from both sides now. That's correct, I have. (laughs) Was was there anything uh, that sticks out in your mind that was a particular leadership challenge working with either group as we made that transition into the pandemic? The, The challenge that I faced was the employees that were not used to working from home remotely. They experienced the challenge of trying to locate a position in their house that they could utilize every day to work. I had conversations often where they would tend to find themselves uh, working a lot longer hours than they were if they were coming into an office and then leaving from an office um, Mm. to go home. Um, Those were some of the challenges. A couple other challenges um, that I found along the way um, is certain staff that, again, was used to working in an office. Um, Once they began working from home, became a little more comfortable with it. When you would have uh, telephone calls, you could hear... TVs going in the background. So those were some of some of the challenges from folks that were used to working in an office on a regular basis and then had to transition home. Well, that kind of brings an interesting point about them working longer at home. But one of the things we heard early on was the scare that productivity would go downhill. But what I hear from you is they actually worked longer hours compared to the group that worked remote beforehand. Was there a a big spike in productivity from the group that had to work remote? In actuality, I did not see a lot of increase in productivity. What I feel like I was noticing and picking up on was that there was a challenge on how to balance their time at home Mm. with the uh, possible new demands that they might have had that was ongoing at the house. You know, whether it be the the Amazon deliveries <laughs> <laughs> or maybe someone had some children at home or their spouse also working from home. Right. Just you had the new challenges that if you're not used to um, working from home, trying to make sure that you have that balance between the work and not getting distracted with your normal Uh, household activities or routines that might be taking place. And therefore, some of it might have been more um, distraction, and that's why they're actually working longer than 
possibly if they were in an office. Well, and as as I was listening to the conversation, and it occurred to me that you're probably speaking of the group that, or I know you're speaking of the group that had to migrate to working from home. Um, when you yes. talked about the fact that they, you know, had to find a place to work in the kitchen or the or the great room or wherever they could carve out bedroom, whatever that looked like. So you're going to have with that group a notched back level of productivity just because they're experience is, is having all the tools and resources of being in an office. And now when they're at home, um, I would expect them to be less productive. But then you throw in this working more hours, working longer hours, and you end up back where you started. So that's probably why you didn't see an increase in productivity, but it's probably also why you didn't see a decrease. Correct. Uh, and did you see any... Um competencies or skill sets that needed to be enhanced because people were working from home that they didn't have in the office? I think the one skill set that is hard to carry over when you go from an office setting to working from home um, can be organization, organizational skills. Um, You know, when you're in an office, you know, you have your desk, you have your space, um, you know, Tom was commenting there that you have your tools, all the resources that you need. And then when you go uh, to working from home, you may not have all of the tools and resources that are readily available. Um, it can make it a little more difficult, I think, to be organized. It, it can challenge you um, to, to find those skills to, to get yourself where you are staying productive. Well, and, and you've also got the issue of conflicting priorities. You have one set of priorities at work when you're at home. And as you said, the, the Amazon delivery, the contractors, so that becomes an issue. Yeah, it's a little bit like managing multiple priorities. I've got multiple priorities at home, and I have to manage that. Whereas at work, it's really one priority, work. The other thing I hear is structure. The office gives you structure i mean you got the office structure and you got your home structure mm-hmm. now you bring them together i think that you know when you around all of this it, it goes to being able to focus and you know when you're in an office you know you're in a setting that you need to focus on your job when you are working remote from your home um you know Tom and Jim were bringing up, you have a lot of different things that can draw your focus and attention away. And if you are not versed and skilled in being able to direct your focus to where it needs to be during specific times, it it can really detract from your productivity um, while working at home. And do you think that's why people feel compelled sometimes to put in the longer hours because on some level they're struggling to maintain that focus and so maybe it's a way to compensate? I noticed that with one of my reports that had been one that worked in the office and had to go work from home. Um, I did notice that directly with that individual that I think that's what was taking place is that they, they were really struggling with the ability of focus. And so that, yes, they compensated with longer hours and, and 
to me, it was obvious to pick up on that. Um, and some of what I picked up on was in an office, you also have some socialization. You get up and you go to the coffee bar and you, you know, have a couple 10 minute talk with a, a employee, you know, co-employee, whatever that you may do. You don't have that at home when you're working remote. And it might have been, um, whether it's through the telephone or now with all the virtual contact that you would have through Zoom or Windows Teams, whatever it may be, that you do more socializing that way instead of, again, working on the work that you needed to be prioritizing. Sure. So, so when, you, when you've got that employee – the person that you know is kicking in a ton of extra hours because you know they're they're challenged with focus or priority setting you know just because it's a new environment how do you how do you step into that from a manager's perspective how do you help them how do you help that employee work through those issues with my individual experience again because i know i have one direct employee that that's what was happening um, I would ask the questions when I would hear about, you know, I'm, ha- I'm having to work longer, I'm, I'm on till 7 o'clock, or I stopped working and I came back to work at this time. I would ask very pointed questions um, during, you know, what are you doing during the day? Uh, you know, are, are you able to, uh, able to focus on getting this done? Is there or, or is anything taking your attention. I mean, I would ask very pointed questions. Um, I would provide some suggestions such as feel free to mark yourself, you know, with the instant chat or the virtual communication, mark yourself as a do not disturb so you can focus on your work for a little while and then come back to having people be able to instantly contact you. Great, great Um, idea. yeah, I try. I tried to give some direction and suggestions that maybe you know individually they have to be willing to want to internalize and take those suggestions if to see if it would uh, assist them. But you know, as a manager, those would be the things that I would do: is ask the pointed questions and then give some direction. And, and so good that you were on alert to that. You know, I, I can think of so many managers in this in this pandemic and, and in our environment that are so distracted by their own lack of focus and their own being pulled in 8,000 directions. They might not have been on alert to that, but it sounds like you were. You know, you picked up on it and out of just genuine concern for this person, you said, hey, you know, what's what's going on? And it didn't sound to me like it was perceived as an interrogation. It was just, hey, I'm trying to help you know, you get your arms wrapped around this, you know, what's going on during the day that I can kind of support you with? Because I think there's a little bit of empathy there, Anne, on your front, because for a period of time there, you were actually uh, out of the office too. (laughs) So you could actually feel what people were going through when they were out of the office. I, I think that the experience you were talking about at the very beginning of I've managed remote employees, for quite a time prior um, to uh, the pandemic where, you know, other employees then had to move outside and work remote. I've had the ability to learn how to listen and touch base and pick up um, on cues um, to determine if somebody is struggling because not 
in all honesty, I think that not everyone is cut out to work remotely from home. It's not a skill set that everybody has. They might be able to develop it, but I'm not sure that it is always 100%. I've seen um, employees in the past, I've seen them fail. They're just, they right. just were not cut out to be someone who works remote because there is a lot of independence that they have and they have to be able to be organized and uh, focus. And so I've been able to pick up on that over the years that my employees that then had to shift from an office setting to remote help me pick up on those cues uh, a little quicker than some managers. I do know that there are some managers who've not had that experience that they might struggle with picking up on some of those cues. Well, to your point, not every employee is engineered or wired to work from home, but not every manager right. is hardwired to manage remote employees. <laughs> well, correct. And it in and, and managing r- remote employees, I mean, one whether it's a skill set you have or not or you can develop, it takes some time. We have more ability that's developed very quickly through this last year to see people virtually now um, where you may not have had that ability before or as often to be able to keep in contact and, and evaluate them. But it, it can be a definite change if you're not used to it. Thank you, Ann, for a great conversation. We appreciate your thoughts and input. Please visit us at our website, www.equisconsulting.com, and join in the conversation by leaving a comment. And thank you for listening. All views expressed on this podcast are the opinions of the individual participants and do not necessarily represent the views of any organization, employer, or group.